Hello and welcome to Relationship Rescue. Every relationship begins with you, the podcast. And today we are going to talk about the pressure that you feel when you are in an unhealthy, toxic relationship or marriage. That pressure can get to us and cause, um, you know, disconnect in every relationship we have, the one with ourself and obviously the one with the unhealthy partner or spouse, um, but also our friends, our family, our work relationships, and it wreaks havoc in our health. You know, when people come to me, they, you know, will let me know everything that's wrong with their partner. And no doubt the things that they're telling me are um, for sure. You know what? They're bad. It's bad behavior. It's unhealthy behavior. But here's the deal. You know what? It takes two people to create an, um, a screwed up relationship. And you have to realize that most relationships are not unhealthy because one person is doing it wrong. You know, they become unhealthy because it's two people that spin off of each other. So, you know, it requires two participants. And it can heal and change if one person is willing to look within and heal themselves. And that is the truth, and I've said that before also. You know, you have to realize that changing the other person, that just wanting to change the other person, it does not work. You cannot change the other person. The person that you want to change probably doesn't want to change. Here's the thing, and I'm going to say it again, and I keep saying it. Change happens when it's harder to stay the same. And as long as you are compliant and you stay in that relationship and accept the things you're accepting, nothing's going to change because why would your partner that is driving you mad, that is treating you badly, that is disrespecting you change if you keep allowing that behavior to happen and then you react to their bad behavior? Because what happens? Somebody behaves badly, we react to their bad behavior, then they react and they react and then more bad behavior and it just goes round and round and round right so it becomes this impossible situation so you know and what happens is that when we are you know we we're sucked in and all this pressure is on we're swinging back and forth back and forth okay and we wait for a calm time and we're like okay good everything is okay right now it's calm Good, good. Yes, I just found out he's cheating on me, but that's over. I'm going to bury my head in the sand or she cheated on me or or we're not fighting right now. But you know damn well it's going to happen again. But you would rather just keep it calm because why then you feel what? What do you feel when you're ignoring it? You're feeling less pressured. See, it's the pressure. You're in a pressure cooker, right? You you are literally feeling like you start boiling. And so what happens is you care. So when you care, you feel like you're pulled in different directions. You know, so, you know, it's, (coughs) you're lost. You don't know which way to go, you know? And, you know, you fear that if you, um, you know, keep, you know, if you challenge the person that's making your life hard, that they're going to make your life harder because you're challenging them, right? Or you, or if you um, say something, they're going to leave you or they're going to abuse you <coughs> or they're going to blame you. And what happens is you just continue to live in this pressure, under pressure. You know, good mental health depends on discernment to assess the situation, determine options, 
And some of those options might be to move on even though you care. Do you understand that? Even though you care, a lot of the times, if you've tried everything, including healing yourself, including doing what's best for you, including trying to do what's best for the relationship, it's called moving on. If you want to live a life that you desire and deserve and dream of, you're not going to live it if you stay in a screwed up, unhealthy relationship. Okay? So when you, um, when the pressure forces you into compliance with behavior that is wrong, you're in trouble. With behavior that goes against your beliefs, you're in trouble. That would squash your spirit or someone else's spirit, you're in deep trouble. Or is immoral. You're in even bigger trouble. Because when you're in agreement to be in a relationship that is wrong, that goes against your beliefs, that squashes your spirit, that also is immoral, you are going to suffer greatly. Greatly. And when, you know, and when that pressure is on, you're not necessarily lost. You just don't know which way to go, but you do, right? You know, you can do it alone, you know, and but yet you're fearful of. And I know that. And I'm not saying you leave. But if you've tried everything, if you've gone within and looked at yourself, because that's the key, you have to ask yourself, what is my part? And if you can heal your part, if you can start changing your behaviors, your reactions, the things, the way you communicate, and nothing changes, then it's time to really discern about what, you know, what do I do here? What can I do? What, is it time to go? You know, so you need to understand that, you know, um, if you're asking yourself, I can't, can I handle this any longer? Which is what I want you to ask yourself. Can I handle this? And if the answer is no, you need to take the next step to do something about it. Because the longer you stay stagnant, the longer you stay in this place of, um, of pressure, the more your health is going to be affected, your work, your finances, everything. And your mental health will continue to suffer. Okay? So... You know, and I know that you're probably saying to yourself, but Heather, I have a family to raise. You know, how do I, um, how do I, how do I do this without a partner or a spouse? You know, <clears throat> what am I going to do about money? What am I going to do about this? And you got to start having belief, faith, and hope in yourself in a greater power. And in the, in the fact that, you know what, you deserve more, that you deserve better. This is truly about me. You know, I am so for saving marriages and relationships, and you know that. Every time I speak, I'm for that. And today, I'm still for it, but what I need you to understand is I'm also giving you permission to go if it needs to be, because the pressure is too much, right? So, <clears throat> I want you, and so I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you some tips to see if you know, what do I do? What am I going to do, Heather? So let's, now I want you, if you have, get a pen and paper out, because this is important. Get that pen and paper. You know, so I'm, I want to, um, I want to, I want to give you five steps that's, that is going to help you decide what to do. So one, recognize what's causing the tension. What is causing the tension? What's causing the unhealthy communication, the behaviors? What is, what are the triggers? Number two, what are your options? I want you to write down all your options. 
okay? Every option that you have, consider the cost, okay? What does that mean? That means, <clears throat> what is the cost of you staying in an unhealthy, toxic relationship or marriage? It's big. It's big. What is that cost to you? Mental health, money, because it will cost you money eventually because you're going to get sick. The stress will cause disease. I know stress causes disease. It causes cardiovascular disease. It causes so many diseases. I mean, stress is... It, it, stress creates a low immune system. I mean, where you're in flight or fight mode all the time. I want you to think about this. So what is it going to cost? Know your limits. What is your limit? Set a line. Draw a line in the sand. When is enough enough, okay? What are your limits? And then I want you to, number five, own your choice. Own it. If you say no more, then you own that choice because I know you have the confidence to own it. And if you don't find it, seek help. See, reach out to me. You know? Take that step. You deserve it. <clears throat> you know, when you... When you look at these five steps, you're going to realize that you do have control. Okay. You have control. You do. See, you can live victoriously in almost any situation if you can control your thoughts and your actions. Right. So understanding what's going on can encourage you to basically consciously think through the behavior of what's happening automatically. What's happening automatically is, you know, that's step number one. What's causing this intention? So what are the steps? What are the things that are triggering you? Right. And that is, remember, I've talked about it so many times. That's that belief system that causes the automatic negative thoughts. And what do I do with my clients? We heal that belief system, but in so many other things. So you're not getting the automatic negative thoughts and the discord and emotions than the reactions, you know. So the chaos that you experience in difficult relationships makes those automatic responses a surefire disaster. It's disastrous, right? So you need to recognize what causes this tension. Now I'm going to go through this a little bit for you. You know, when, um, you know, smooth sailing is short-lived. We know this. So I know that if you're still listening, that smooth sailing is short-lived. So, you know, what? Um, so what is this? So, you know, you have to realize that your compliance and staying in the tension and realizing what's causing it is your choice, okay? When you comply, the pressure to comply can become, will be, you know, it will become actually nearly unbearable when you believe that, you know, you're the only one that your, your toxic, unhealthy partner attacks. Because most likely, if they attack you verbally, mentally, or physically, or whatever, they attack other people. You're not the only one, but you're complying. If you believe what you do is going to save the day, you're lying to yourself. You're not going to save the day. You're not going to save them. They have to save themselves. If you believe your way is right and her or his way is wrong, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. The demands, you know, when when they're demanding to you, they're demanding things and it's go it's unethical. You're in trouble. Okay? You got to start realizing that if you are, you know, recognizing their behavior that causes the tension and it is immoral and it is all of these things and you're complying, you're part of the problem. Own that. 
you know, and when there are disagreements in these types of relationships, the pressure is enormous and that pressure is a pressure cooker, right? So when you can understand why you feel pressure, you know what I mean? Then what that ultimately can do is, you know, give you some choices. It begins to open your eyes to the options. Knowing your options prepares you for the next, listen to this, for the next encounter, meaning the next time they attack you, the next time their um, behavior is bad. You can already start discerning what is your reaction going to be? How are you going to handle this? What are your choices? I need you to start being proactive, not waiting for things to happen to you. Okay. See, you know that the next encounter is going to happen because it always does. It is inevitable with the unhealthy partner. Inevitable. So in any of these pressure-loaded situations that you find yourself in, you have to decide, you know, what are you going to do? You know, you can talk it out because the problem's not going to resolve itself. And it only gets worse as time goes by. And if you say, if you stay silent, you're complying. <clears throat> That's the bottom line. Okay. So what are your options? You know, um, a lot of the times a good relationship or even a toler tolerable relationship is a result of hard work. And that's basically the bottom line. <clears throat> and what do you have to do? You have to be realistic. You have to be realistic about your options and you have to stop rationalizing and justifying the bullshit you're allowing and the bullshit you're participating in. Stop. Stop or don't complain. That's the deal. If you don't stop the bullshit and allowing the, the abuse that happens, then you are not allowed to complain to anybody. You can't. Stop. You just, you know what? That's the way it is. See, healthy relationships, I want you to pay attention to this. Healthy relationships are built on realism, not fantasy. Realism, not fantasy. Okay? So, you know, you have to understand that... Um, what happens in these messy relationships is logic gets skewed, right? Um, because we're justifying, we're rationalizing. We're totally justifying our partner's totally off-the-wall behavior instead of labeling for what it, you know, labeling it for what it is. Wrong. Wrong. Bad behavior. Label it what it is. I don't say go tell the partner that. Tell yourself that. This is wrong. I don't deserve this. When's enough enough? You see, rationalization and justification, basically, what does it do? It creates an unstable foundation. Your foundation is shaking, and that house is going to collapse. You know, so I want you to, I'm going to, I'm going to read some statements to you that I wrote long ago about, you know, what I see over and over. Um, this is, these are the excuses I hear for why they're tolerating bad behavior. Well, my partner's um, terrible childhood is why, you know, they act so irrationally. Guess what? You're right. You are 100% right. This is what I, my job is. This is what I do all day, every day. Deal with people and their childhood traumas so they can heal. This is what I do when I'm doing couples counseling. I'm dealing with each of their childhood traumas because it is the Smith family against the Johnson family. I know this. But if you just keep using that as an excuse, you're in trouble. Because your tra childhood trauma is reacting to theirs or their childhood trauma. Stop. Either they have to heal it or it's never going to work. 
And I'm going to ask you right now, have you healed yours? Because if not, you're part of the problem. You know, um, you need to, um, I need to make my partner happy. Um, hi, happiness is an inside job. You cannot make anybody happy. They have to be happy without you making them happy. If you can't find happiness inside yourself, you're in big trouble. Um, they can't make it without me. Yes, they can. That's a codependent statement right there. Yes, they can. And yes, you can. You might have this, you know, really unhealthy banter between the two of you that created, you know, the codependency, but anybody can make it without anybody. That is the truth. Um, you know what? It's wrong. I'm Heather, the one that makes them so crazy, or I make her so crazy. Oh, really? Each person is responsible for their actions and reactions. And that's the truth. Maybe you do be, behave badly, but if they hit you or they say something or they call that, you know, you're not responsible for their behavior. You're not. I'm responsible for mine. You're responsible for yours. I never want to do anything that my partner would disapprove of. Oh, really? Okay. But guess what? Healthy relationships are, you know, built on negotiations, compromise, not on approval-based performances. I'm, you're not my boss. You know what? Uh, time for a work review. Let me get out the checklist. Yes, you were very good when it came to uh, dressing the way I'd like you to, giving sex when I want it, telling, you know, shutting the fuck up when I say shut the fuck up. Hi. No, not good. <clears throat> not good. Um, yes. <clears throat> Thank you for allowing me to have another emotional affair. Thank you for allowing me to have another affair and just scooting it under the rug. Hi. <laughs> no okay um no matter what my partner does heather i will support her or him oh really okay wrong acts are wrong you can care for someone and love them and without condoning what they do and what hurting you that's crazy that's because you feel unworthy you're not worthy of more and i'm here to tell you you are okay um you know you have to understand that you're important. Your life is important. <clears throat> but maybe if I try harder, my, my, my partner will appreciate me. If they don't appreciate you now, <clears throat> guess what? Unless something happens, most likely they never will appreciate you. Because they're used to you doing what they want, ignoring things, allowing bad behavior. So you have to change. And I'm going to say it again. Yes, the relationship can heal. They can change if you heal yourself and you change your reactions, your behavior, the way you communicate. Okay. Um, if I stand up to my partner, they'll end the relationship. Oh, really? Good. And I know that I'm saying this and it seems like so harsh, but you know what? Then that means they don't love you. Are you willing to be in a, in a relationship where somebody is just basically saying you either do it this way and if you do this I'm gonna end the relationship seriously come on come on I see it over and over and it makes me so sad this is what I do I might this is my job you deserve more okay consider that cost <clears throat> going over there what is you know what are the benefits <clears throat> of being in this relationship <clears throat> excuse me what are they I don't know. What are your limits? I've said it before. What are those limits? You got to find it. And you've got to own that choice. Be bold. 
Be bold. You live once. Be bold. Live boldly. Live bravely. Live courageously. Live with confidence. I am confident. I am brave. I am bold. I take risks. I do not allow myself to be degraded, humiliated because I am worthy. I am love and I am loved. And so are you. What is your choice? What are you going to do? You know what? You got to look at the choices. You got to. You know what? There is the deal. When the pressure is on, you are not lost. You just don't know which way to go. And I'm teaching you here. I'm teaching you. You can't do it alone. But can you? You can. I'm here to tell you, you can. You can do anything. You can. You can. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. You can email me. You can go find somebody else. You go get help. Get help. What are you waiting for? 2022 is right here. You need to make it the best year ever. Honestly, we've been in two years of hell and a pandemic with just no more. Let's make 2022 the year that we say no more. It's the year of no more. No more. Email me. Go go get sign up for a free call. You know, and if it's not with me, find somebody. You are worthy of the best that life has to give you. No one controls you unless you allow the control. No one controls you unless you allow the control. I care. I care, and I've helped countless, hundreds of people worldwide. And I'm telling you what, some of the people that I thought wouldn't be able to make, they do. Everybody does it, that comes and, and looks within and does the work and says, no more. No more. 2022 is no more. That's the slogan. That is it. You know what? I just thought of it right now, right here in this podcast. I'm writing this shit down. No more n-o no more m-o-r-e yes no more that's what 2022 is thank you for tuning in to relationship rescue every relationship begins with you the podcast until next time you know what say those affirmations i am worthy i am lovable i am loved i am confident i am prosperous i am successful i am strong oh yes i am i'm courageous i am brave i am worthy i deserve the best and so do you